The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. No one can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you shall eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more important than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothes? Learn from the way the wildflowers grow. They do not work or spin, but I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, will he not much more provide for you, O oh, you of little faith? So do not worry and say, What are we to eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. This is Medjinomics with a friend of Medjugorje. I'd like to buy the world a home and furnish it with love. Grow apple trees and honeybees and snow white turtle doves. I like to teach the world to sing. Sing with me. Of course, that's 1973, when the hippies wanted the world to be their ways, and you had to come to their thinking. And this song was very, very popular, and they had the dreamy ideas that the whole world would be together. The world has never been together. The only unifying, if you want to call it principle, 
It's Christianity. The whole basis of Christianity is about witness. Jesus' last words said, be my witness to the ends of the world. It's that simple. It's not through meetings, not through committees, and certainly not dialogue. It's how you are, how you live. That attracts people. This dreamy song came in the midst of more and more division. Because this is what the devil says. Oh, let's get along with everybody. Let's be fraternal with people. Let's dialogue with them. Let's rub shoulders with them. We went downhill, and we've been going that way since. Live and let live. Uh-uh, that's not the way it is. If you're a Christian, you're going to be following a lady. You want to convict people. You want them to think. You don't want them to dream. You want them to be challenged by the Word of God, of which our lady's messages are. Because she said to listen to my messages because they are conveyed from God. Pope Francis just addressed the Fifth World Meeting of Popular Movements. The event was to seek and discuss and share the ongoing social struggles and propose new forms and actions to defend workers and rights and overcome the structural causes of poverty and injustice. Judas. That's what Judas talked about. Jesus said the poor always will be with you. So when the Pope started addressing these people, he started off and says, this is what I like to call you, social poets, because there's different trades, builders, street vendors, etc., which I don't buy a lot of that. The meeting was to bring together activists from the most marginalized communities of society. So you think this was worker people? No, these are people looking for handouts. The church is sick with this cancer. I've told you before, it is not social justice, it's biblical justice. I saw this in the 70s. I objected to it when this whole philosophy started growing, saying, oh, it's just church teachings. No, it was not. It is not now today. So Francis says to the poets, with your hands, you know how to shape the dignity of each person, of families, and of society as a whole, with land, housing, work, care, and community. You know, they want you to give that to them. This growing socialism in the United States of America comes from the member of the Catholic Church who's indoctrinated with this garbage. The free market is Christian. This is what Jesus taught. And those who are in the free market can't help the poor. Almost from the beginning, the Pope says, we have to dialogue with one another. That's what the devil told Eve in the Garden of Eden. Talk to me. God said, don't go near that tree. Don't talk. You're supposed to stay away from it. There is always a principle to try to surround any big, strong voice, to use that voice and to manipulate power who has a voice. Jimmy Carter didn't do anything. He didn't make any decisions. He had people around him, and they told him what to do. Biden has the same thing happening to him right now. So these people surround to get their voice heard, to go to the popes, to the bishops, to the CEOs, whoever. So Francis says, we have to dialogue. Oh, is that ready? How about us imposing mandates, not on vaccines, but on excommunication? For lawmakers who make lawful laws for abortion. He who votes and makes that law has all abortions, meaning every abortion makes him a murderer. 
Biden, Supreme Court Justice Roberts, Nancy Pelosi, and the whole gang of them. Here is Francis is venturing in these areas. He's going to be meeting Biden in the next week or two or so. He just had a real smiling meeting with Pelosi last week. You don't talk to the devil. You will not win. You never would. So Francis goes through this whole meeting, addressing them, talking about the environment, climate change, all this garbage. I debunked this thing completely in 2007 in the book, Look What Happened While You Were Sleeping. And in that book, I spelled out exactly what's happened now. It's 14 years ago. And there's a whole chapter saying that the whole movement of global warming, when the feminazis failed, they were over. So they realized we have to go something global. They infiltrated the Catholic Church. They revived the whole movement. That's why we have a situation now. So they said climate change, back then they were saying global warming, we have to go through the Catholic Church. So in this talk, Francis is talking about ecocidal and genocidal. See, they have to change the words. Verbiage is everything. That's why the devil always says, we got a dialogue, because they're going to bring you to their side. He talks about the scriptures. He talks about when Jesus is going to feed the 5,000. He said, that crowd was hungry. And Jesus told the apostles, give them some food yourselves. And Jesus did the miracle. Francis, as the word says, in regard to the crowd, struggling tirelessly. They would not have to go out without bread. See, the social justice comes out. These people are being fed by Jesus' word. They didn't care about eating. It'd be nice. Nobody left. They could have left two hours later. You've been at talks. You've been where someplace. You get hungry. You go get a hot dog at the football game. You leave. These people are mesmerized. They weren't thinking about eating. That's not what happened there. The fact that 5,000 men, not counting women and children, nobody left. Because they were getting the food from heaven, straight from Jesus Christ. See how they tweak these things? Struggling tirelessly. Oh, we're laying down. They're all asleep. They're slobbering and stuff. They can eat grass. This is sickening. Maybe funny the way I'm saying it. But think about that. These people sat there all day, and they knew they had to eat. They were willing to not eat anything. They weren't looking for a handout. And Jesus didn't give this to them as a handout. He did it for a miracle, to convert them. Those of you just finished the nine-day bread and water fast with us, we just went nine days. We can reason out they didn't drive there in a car. They walked there from their houses and villages. They could go home and do that. Jesus didn't have to do that. It's not a social thing. It's a conversion thing. So Francis goes in this whole dialogue saying, Let us all dream a new world together. How different things would be. And he says again, to dream together. He talks about mining, oil, forestry, real estates, agribusiness, destroying the forest, wetlands, the mountains. The earth is resilient. God put minerals there for us. He put oil there for us. Yes, you can see there's greed things happened with that. But the point's not being made that way. This is the invasion into the church, using the voice of the church, the Pope himself, to destroy the world and to control it through climate change, get all the countries paying taxes, to enslave the whole world. He don't get it. He's like a Jimmy Carter. Yes, he's the Pope. I accept that. 
God put him there. God put Obama where he was to make us wake up. There is a certain level of tolerance that you'll live with until something gets so intolerant, you got to react to it. This is what I'm going through this. The Pope is off the track on this. Who am I to say that? Well, Pope Benedict says, you don't have to agree with me on just war. You don't have to agree with me on the death penalty. Benedict said that. Everybody thinks because the Pope says it, you got to agree with it. You don't. Even big issues like that. But Benedict added to that, you do have to agree with me on abortion. You do have to agree with me on marriage between one man and a woman. To make another point, to make this clear what I'm saying, Pope Benedict said, the greatest persecution of the church does not come from the outside enemies, but arises from the sin in the church. He was prophetic. That's why I said the church is sick, because he foretold the church is going to be sick. So don't tell me I can't say what I'm saying, because I'm not following social justice. I'm following all these messages. Everything France talk about contradicts everything that he talks about. He's bringing in all these answers. You know how he wants to get to it? He doesn't get to it, because their arguments, his dialogue, are empty. There's nothing there. He says, in the name of God, I ask arms manufacturers and dealers to completely stop their activities because it forms violence in the war. There was something last week. I don't know where it was, Sweden or someplace, Denmark. They killed five people with a born error. And you know what? If we have to do that, we have to go back to the beginning of civilization and tell Cain, you can't use that rock to kill your brother. This is a stupid statement. I ask arms manufacturers and dealers to complete stop their activities because it foments violence and war. Are we going to look at this a half glass full or half glass empty? How many wars have we won? Look what the atomic bomb did. It saved lives. It was so horrendous that it stopped everything. He talks about the spread of hate speech. Give me a break. What does Jesus says? Turn your cheek. You want to call me a wop? I'm Italian. I don't care. It don't bother me. That's your problem. None of these words to different people, different races, is not bad words. What makes a bad word? You can call somebody a dingbat. It don't mean nothing. But if you sit there and say that with hatred, you're spitting out of your mouth. You're so angry. That's sinful. So whatever word you say with hate, that is wrong. But all this stupid stuff we talk about and hear about, saying hate speech, it contradicts the principles of Christianity. Going back to the WAP, somebody comes up on me and say, I'm coming WAP because I'm Italian. I say, what's your problem? Even if they do it with hate, don't bother me. It's your sin. That's the answer. What principle is that from Jesus? He says that they want your coat, give it to them. They want to say something to you? Okay, don't bother me. So people are going to jail for this. They're losing jobs because they call somebody a name. Jesus called the Canaanite woman a dog. So you better be indicting Jesus Christ himself if you believe and you accept this. See, it's all dialogue. It's all the word. 
Francis says, you have to be servants of the people who demand land, who demand work, who demand housing and a good living. To make it accurate, he says, may they be servants of the people who demand land, work, housing, and good living. So then he comes up with the answer. He didn't go to Our Lady of Medjugorje. He goes back to what he started with. He says to undermine all these things and to nullify it, our poetic capacity, the capacity to dream together. So he's going to nullify this and undermine it by dreaming. The capacity to dream together. Then he says, let us dream together. How nice. We're going to dream this. Sisters and brothers, let us dream together. I want to add some reflections on the future that we must dream and build. I say reflections because I ought to say dreams because right now our brains and hands are not enough. So you got to start dreaming. We're going to dream the world back into justice. This is really embarrassing. If you're on the sidewalk, hey, Bob, I ain't seen you here. He says, yeah, I ain't seen you. He says, you know, I know you're Catholic, aren't you? Yeah. Well, what do you think of that Pope Francis yells? Oh, he's a dreamer. He's going to change everything by dreams. Bob, where are you going? Where are you going, Bob? Bye. So Francis says, I ought to say dreams because right now our brains and hands are not enough. We also need our hearts and our imagination. So we got dreams and our imaginations. Then he says, we need to dream. I want to say something to you. You heard that song in the beginning. The Pope has a drinking problem. He's drinking too many Coca-Colas. He's believing. We're just going to hold hands together, and we're going to bring the whole world together. Our Lady's not saying that. Our Lady's got every answer we need for every problem we have. This is 10 pages, almost 5,000 words, not even a hint of Our Lady of Medjugorje, who for 40 years has says, this is the map. The devil's going to destroy the world. It's divided to pieces. Everybody's turning against each other. This is the answer. Our messages. Because they are conveyed from God. Listen to them. And don't change one word in those messages. When we had a problem next to the Vatican, I knew one of the major archivists in the Vatican. He would come around our apartment with lunch. And he would say, today, I had a letter in my hand from Abraham Lincoln to the Pope. It's fascinating. Maybe I can say a lot of what I say because I was so close to different things that gave me cognition to say what I'm saying now. And there was this idea I had a long time ago that the Vatican knew everything, everything going on. And they were so thorough about what they did. And they investigated. They knew everything. I tell you what. They're out of touch. The hierarchy is out of touch with us. And those who have fallen Our Lady, we know more than they do, far more than they do in the Vatican. You say, well, I could say that. Is that arrogant? I'm telling you, I know it. I've been there. We had an apartment for three years. And that apartment, I just stepped right across the street, went right there into the congregation of the doctrine of faith. I walked across the square in the mornings. 
And you know who had passed at 7 o'clock in the morning walking from his apartment? Was Ratzinger, the future pope. I'd say hi. He said hi. So I'm saying these things because I got a background to see things and understand things. Coupled with the messages, how sick we are. The church is very, very sick. And it's infiltrated with some bad, bad people. And not necessarily the people that hold the position. It's the curtain that surrounds that power. So we got this document that even comes close. I, I, I read the whole thing, 5,000 words, to see if I could find anything close to the messages of Our Lady. It was all social justice, how we're going to do this and how we're going to change. He continues, I'm skipping down some pages, let us dream together because it was precisely the dreams of equality and justice and dignity. The dreams of fraternity that improved the world. No, the fraternity of united in the world is our lady's messages. No, but we got a better idea. We're going to dream ourselves into peace and close to God. Dream, dream, dream. How sweet. This is so much sugar. This is beautiful. Dream, 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 dream. He doesn't stop there. He says, I am convinced. See, who convinced him? Curtain of Power? He's the same right there. I am convinced when we look through these dreams, we will find God's own dreams for us all. Wow. God has Ten Commandments. That's not a dream. There are certain mandates that we have to live as Christians, not dreams. Dream, dream, dream. Continuing, let us dream together, dream among yourselves, dream with others. Francis says, you're capable of going beyond short-sighted self-justification that achieves nothing but continue to justify things as they are. Dream, he says again. He continues, dream together. He says dreams are always dangerous for those who defend the status quo because they challenge the paralysis that the egoism of the strong and the conformism. Dream. He says dreams transcend the narrow limits imposed on us and suggest possible new worlds to us. So he's saying Don't think to implement things. Don't change things. Just dream. Don't follow the messages of Our Lady to heal the church, to change the world. No, he says, but to dream of that good living in harmony with all humanity and creation. He says, in regards to resignation, in other words, letting things go on, such resignation destroys us 
and substitutes the isolation of every man for himself. And so we must dream. And here's a real dream. I'm talking, this is a real dream. He says, I think of the Good Samaritan. Do you know what comes to my mind? The protest over the death of George Floyd. It is clear that this is the type of reactions against social, racial, and macho injustice can be manipulated or exploited. How about that dream? He relates to George Floyd. The popular movements are not only social poets, but also collective Samaritans. So all those people that protested are Samaritans. And then he says, I want to offer you some guidelines. Finally, we got answers. We got them coming to us. Our Lady Magica. Maybe he's going to come up with this. Maybe he's going to look at what she's saying. He says, I want to offer some guidelines, period. The social teachings of the church does not have all the answers. The real dream is Medjugorje. And that's the answer, Pope Francis. And you get all authority to tell all the cardinals and bishops and priests of the world to implement this. That's what's going to fix it. Not some stupid dream. What must we do? And he answers his question, says, I do not have the answer. And so we must dream together and find it together. Here's one part of the solution. He says, a basic income or salary that everyone in the world may have access to basic necessities of life. He's talking about a guaranteed income, a guaranteed house, guaranteed land, which is unchristian. After discussing there's got to be a minimum income to everybody across the world, he says that the reduction of working days is another possibility. And he says, for those who are working, he says, quote, I insist working fewer hours so that more people can access to the labor market. In other words, the guy's working eight hours, take four hours, and he's off, and then get somebody else and get four hours. I'm speechless. Totally speechless. This is our Pope. And everybody gets to work four hours, take off and go golf or whatever, and then get in four more hours somebody who's not working. Just play it again, Sam, because that's a dream. He says the United States has tried to establish the United Nations, which is an evil organization, has tried to establish some targets through so-called sustainable developments. But unfortunately, they are not well known by the people. We have studied this. Look what happened while you're sleeping. It's all about this. It is evil. It is to set up exactly what the Pope's calling for right now. Build a lasting peace based on social justice. It's already built, and that's why we're in trouble. And that's the cancer. I'm telling you, this is a cancer in every diocese across the world. Social justice is very evil and is straight from the devil. There's no biblical justice in it. So he ends saying, continue to dream together. And thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Thank you for letting me dream with you. Let us ask God to pour out his blessing out on our dreams. Not on your work, not on your labor, 
holy work, toiling the soil, all of which you want blessings over. Our Lady gave a message, before you work, ask for God's blessing. When you end your work at the end of the day, ask for his blessing. But Francis ends this saying, let us ask God to pour out his blessing on our dreams. Dream, 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 dream. Let me tell you what a dream is. Forty years, Our Lady has never said the word dream, except one time. August 25th, 1994. I pray and intercede before my son, Jesus, so that the dream your father's had may be fulfilled. What was their dreams? About our nation, that they would propagate goodness, not socialism, to make the world better. Don't think the Declaration of Independence is not sacred, nor our Constitution. If you go to Washington, every night it goes underground in a vault that a bomb can't destroy it. Why? Because it's sacred. It's the dreams of our fathers that manifested of where we are now. And a lady comes down to us, telling us the words, how to live the dream. Not some fantasy but reality. This gathering of, quote, popular movement to force dignity is a farce. The dream for the world today that is a reality is Our Lady came to the earth and blessed every single person on the earth. And that's what we're following versus what you just heard. And I say verse because if Our Lady could correct the world to the church, she would have done it. And that's why you are an apostle. That's why you are called repeatedly for 40 years. Thank you, L.A. tells you, not for dreaming, but thanking you for responding to her call. We are to take action. We are not to be silent. We're not to accept Chief Justice Roberts Biden, all these people, they are excommunicated. The officials in the church needs to act on it. We demand it. Not free housing. We demand to protect our home, our church, that we love. What's being done with the Catholic Church, don't let the devil drive you away from it. Because it's on your shoulders to save it. We wish you, lady... We love you. Good night. Sleep dreams.
The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. This ends the Medjinomics broadcast with a friend of Medjugorje. These broadcasts are available as CDs, which are sent directly to your doorstep on a monthly subscription. For information, contact Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000.